Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn some along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, wow, the emotion in Namjoon's voice is just so fucking raw. Or I cried three times while researching and listening to Mono because it's just so damn moving. Then you're in the right place. So today we're going to deep dive into Namjoon's playlist, Mono. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to discuss everything about it, yeah, basically. Like the vibe of the song, talk about the lyrics, mm-hmm. and then also talk a little bit about what he had to say behind Mono in his V-Live. Right. And we're going to give our thoughts and opinions as well, of course. Yeah, of course. But before we get into it, we have to thank you wonderful armies for being here and for supporting us. If you're a fan of this this show and you want to show your support to us, you can officially join the ranks of this branch of the BTS army mm-hmm. by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to keep putting out episodes weekly. Mm-hmm. Any type of support really is incredibly appreciated, so we thank you all so much. Uh, We are actively putting content on our Patreon. We actually started doing that. So Kayla did her first car video, which was really funny to watch and just interesting (laughs) to to hear what you had to say. Um, And then I also also bought like a... uh, 
phone holder for mm-hmm. my car, so maybe I'll do it too. We'll see. I need to get a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so on top of that, we also put a behind-the-scenes uh, for the research that we yes. did for Nomsock for a ship episode. So you can hear kind of our opinions and thoughts while we were doing research. And mm-hmm. it's just funny to listen to us. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. And we talk about things in the research that we don't talk about in the episode. Exactly. And we we like get into different discussions and we react to videos. It's it's kind of fun. So if you want to listen to that, you can do that on the Patreon. Yeah. Okay. So as a thank you guys for the 200 reviews on iTunes, which is incredible. I just can't believe that. I can't believe it either. It's so amazing. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. So we are doing a bonus episode coming up. I don't think it'll be this week. I think it'll be next week. Next week, Mm -hmm. you guys will get two episodes, the one, like a normal one, and then you'll get bonus episode number two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's our second one. So the requested episode topics were the most requested right were BTS pets mm-hmm. big hit producers and BTS airport fashion and we put our polls up on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter and it was a close race man yeah it, it really was. was in third place we had big hit producers and we will probably do an episode on this topic in the future mm-hmm. just because we have not talked about their producers that BTS uses and works with mm-hmm. so closely yeah. and like we should. Yeah, they deserve an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and although 41% of voters on Twitter voted for BTS pets and it won the Twitter poll with the combined Twitter and Instagram votes, the ultimate winner was BTS airport fashion. Mm-hmm. By one vote. One fucking vote. <laughs> really, it was one vote um, that that made it airport yeah. fashion. Yeah. Crazy. That's so that's gonna crazy. be the that's gonna be the bonus episode. Um, but we plan to talk about BTS pets too because that's just that sounds like such a fun episode too. Yeah. Or maybe you guys can just help us get to three hundred reviews on iTunes and <laughs> it'll be up as a bonus episode topic yeah. again. Yeah. Yep. Um, but. Anyway, thank you to everyone who voted. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be part of the bonus episode voting next time, you can follow our Twitter or our Instagram and we'll put polls up there for each time that we do a bonus episode. Yeah. 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 Okay. So in news for BTS this week, really they went to a fair amount of award shows Mm -hmm. and they got tons of trophies because they deserve it. Uh so the first award show that they had Charlie Puth perform with them too, mm-hmm. that was at the Genie Music Awards or the GMAs, and they won seven awards. So they won Best Male Dancer Performance, Best Choreography, Genie Music Popularity Award, Best Male Group, Producer of the Year, Best Digital Album of the Year for Love Yourself Answer, and then also Best Artist of the Year. Damn. Best artist of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, producer of the year also is huge. And choreography. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, constantly calling them up to accept these awards. Yeah. Um, another awards ceremony or awards show that mm-hmm. they were included in, they didn't actually attend because they were, they're in Korea, mm-hmm. um, or they're starting their tour. They're probably preparing for Mama, I feel like. I saw something of what they're doing, but I can't remember at the time of what specifically they're doing right now. They're always doing something, we know. Yeah. Um, but they were not at the People's Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. However, they won Group of 2018 
Social Celebrity of 2018, Song of 2018 with Idol. I can't believe they got, I mean, I can believe, but it is so fucking cool to me that they got Song of 2018. Yeah. Like with Idol. Yeah. Like, that's Out of all cool. the songs that are out. It's probably, it has a lot to do with the fact that they did a feature with Nicki Minaj because that really put it on the American market more. Yeah. Like, regardless of people's feelings about Nicki Minaj, like, mm-hmm. that, having her attached to it, like, mm-hmm. helped the song. Yeah. But they also won music video of 2018 with Idol also. So that's just fucking rad. Um, And before we really get into what we're here to talk about today, we do have a correction from last week. Mm -hmm. Um, Last week... During our Namsok episode, we talked about Namjoon and Hosok having like this connection and probably a similar view of the world because they both have like backgrounds with literature. And we said that Hosok's came from his dad, who we said was an English teacher. He's not an English teacher. He's not an English teacher, obviously. Uh He's a Korean literature teacher. And I think we both, I just read literature and because. I'm a dumbass. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, English, because it was habitual. Yeah, basically, yeah. because here in the states, English, it's English class. Whereas yeah. there, there, and we just call it English, which yeah. is strange. When but it's never a literature s- class, right? Mm-hmm. So our mistake, obviously, he's not an English teacher. Yeah. He's a Korean <laughs> literature teacher. Yeah. Um, but the point still stands. Yeah. <laughs> so, should we? Get yeah. into mono. Let's get into mono. So we are together yeah. this weekend. If you can't tell. Yeah. And we decided to do that because we love being together for album reviews. And so this is Namjoon's mono, his playlist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this playlist charted at 26 within three days of being on the Billboard Hot 200, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome for a solo seven-song playlist. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. That's pretty incredible. And Namjoon specifically did not put out official lyrics or um, official translation because he wanted people to listen to it and understand and interpret it on their own simply just by listening. Yeah, without trying to look at the lyrics and read the lyrics and figure out a meaning mm-hmm. based on that but instead listening to the song as a whole and yeah. interpreting it that way. Understanding the meaning through the music yeah. and from what you do understand and what mm-hmm. you interpret from what you hear anyways. So, yeah. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think that's like a not an, it's not a surprising way to me for Namjoon to approach like mm-hmm. playlist or like album making. No, you know? Yeah, yeah. When he wrote when he wrote this this playlist or when he put this playlist together, he really wanted us to be a, like our emotions to be evoked or to feel something in some sort of way. And I think that's why he just didn't put an emphasis on the lyrics. Yeah. Um, but we got our lyric translations from genius.com, which is a place that I have found has been like normal, um, pretty reliable lyrics mm-hmm. over time and they always have multiple different translations which is why I think that they're more reliable um so that's where we got ours from yeah so I guess let's go into some explanation on why he decided to say playlist instead of um I guess an album or okay. yeah like a list of track different tracks it's really just a playlist and he specifically wanted to do this because he said that he wanted to give us that kind of catharsis you feel when you listen to 
a, a series of songs one after another. Mm-hmm. And he kind of talked about this in his V Live. He said, the, the catharsis that you get from listening to a well-made album or an entire playlist from beginning to end is much bigger than the catharsis you might get from listening to just one song. And catharsis, we looked up the definition because we knew what catharsis was, but we're like, yeah. let's just really look it up and kind of give all of you an explanation of what that really means. Mm-hmm. And catharsis is the process of releasing and thereby providing relief from strong or repressed emotions. And when we, so we watched his V Live where he says this explanation after we already did all of our own research. So anything that he said didn't really influence our research or what we came to say. But like when we got this explanation of catharsis and Mm -hmm. when he said that and we decided to look it up, like this just really sums up like the whole feeling that we're going to get from this album as Mm -hmm. we go through it and as we talk about it today, because Mm -hmm. it really does provide relief. Mm -hmm. And I really think that that's a big reason for him making this album. Yeah. Yeah. And while we were researching together, I always enjoy, enjoy myself during research. I really do. But when we were doing, when we were listening to the album, song after song after song, it mm-hmm. does build and it takes you through this emotional journey. And we found ourselves getting into really deep discussion on our past and difficult, the worst moments yeah, in our life, difficult like, times that we've had to overcome and just thinking about who we were back then and who we are now. And it's just the whole album is so thought provoking and it does give you this catharsis mm-hmm. and this, this playlist. And I just love that he, wants it to be called a playlist and he he calls it a playlist. Yeah. And he said for him that this playlist defines the RM from 2016 to ter- early 2018. Mm-hmm. And so like this is a composition of a bunch of songs he had been working on that he basically finished them like he had a bunch of unfinished songs he Mm -hmm. finished them and started putting it together just at the end of april of this year of 2018 Mm -hmm. um and he wanted to think big picture like he went through this whole explanation of how when he first started writing rap verses like he was thinking whole picture with the verse well now he is to the point where he can think whole picture with the album what's the whole album saying Mm -hmm. what's the whole album story telling And so he wanted to think whole story and he wanted people to experience these songs collectively. And Mm -hmm. I think experiencing them collectively like helps bring on that catharsis too. Like that's what he really wanted for you to get the whole feeling. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. man, should we just like get into it? Let's get into it. We're going to get emotional. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We're going to go song by song, just like we normally do for album reviews. We'll talk about kind of the vibe of the song. Then we'll talk about lyrics, specific lyrics that kind of stood out to us, and Mm -hmm. then just briefly touch on some of RM's behind mono. Right. Um, So the first song is Tokyo, and this was produced by Supreme Boy and RM. And right at the beginning, like, talking about vibe of the song, Mm -hmm. we get waves crashing. Mm -hmm. So, and... And city noises. And city noises. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's different. When I first heard it, I was like, ooh, it's kind of eerie and a little dark, and, and mm-hmm. but it's also pretty and, and unique for RM, just yeah. different from his, I suppose I was just thinking of his first mixtape. Mm-hmm. Way different. Yeah. But knowing like the RM that we know now, because his first mixtape was from 2015, mm-hmm. that was three years ago at this point, you know, yeah. like just knowing 
the mm-hmm. type. So yeah, you're right. Like this is totally different. Different. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the waves crashing kind of like already brings in like this theme of water mm-hmm. that like is a recurring theme in this playlist in this album. He keeps yeah. calling it an album, so yeah, we can call it an album. I think he. I think people usually call it a mixtape, mm-hmm. and he isn't calling it a mixtape because I think on the album it says mixtape, and he has he a crossed off. It yeah, mm-hmm. it's a playlist, but yeah. he calls it an album. Yeah, yeah, we can say album. <laughs> we can say whatever. Um, so yeah, in the song there's piano played, and it's speculated that the piano in this song is actually "I Need You" in reverse, mm-hmm. but. We asked some musicians that we know, and they said, nah, that's kind of a stretch, and that the the tunes the tunes are kind of in the same key, mm-hmm. but really not exactly in reverse. But yeah. that's been a theory. But you can say, like, the piano in I Need You is just really beautiful, and it has that same kind of feel mm-hmm. in this song as well. Uh, but the song is, again, it's kind of, like, slow-paced. Yeah. It's mellow. It's yeah. relaxed. A lot of these songs, and, like, this, the way that this album... The playlist kind of progresses as slow paced. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially, I love this ending. The end of the song Mm -hmm. is a whistle. um, And it's just like whistling the kind of tune, the melody that's been going through the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's a little bit flat. And Mm -hmm. in Namjoon's We Live, he's like, I know it's a little flat, but like, I think it works. And it Mm -hmm. totally does. Like, Mm The meaning of Tokyo in many songs um, that use that as the title, Mm -hmm. it's like the title of songs that are supposed to be like lonely songs. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was the perfect title for him because that's what he wanted to convey. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like the whistle, I can picture him on one of his walks, just like on a lonely, frigid day, walking through like a tunnel, Mm -hmm. like just whistling the tune and just... And, and and the flatness makes it lonely. The yeah. flatness makes like it f- have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just love it. Yeah, I also kind of like the. Ah, oh my god! You know, just that soft, kind of um, not humming, but yeah. owing to it, mm-hmm. and the whistle at the end. It's it's a very relaxing song, but you do get the themes of loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of like missing yeah. something or mm-hmm. like being far away yeah. or something or like feeling that. feeling empty. Yeah. yeah. And that is like really exactly what the lyrics talk about. Mm-hmm. Like it's for specifically it says like waking up in Tokyo and like that signifies like the state of longing. Mm-hmm. So already we're getting themes of like longing and missing someone or like missing hope. Yeah, or not really knowing what you're missing. So he says in the lyrics, do I miss myself? Do I miss your face? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, resembles, he has, he feels this loneliness and he's not even sure where it's coming from. Yeah, or, yeah, he doesn't even pinpoint it. It's just, like, this feeling. This almost perpetual feeling of loneliness, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Feeling stuck, not sure what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he... In his behind for the V Live, he said that he worked on this song with Supreme Boy, who originally started the song. Um, and 
Namjoon had, or he gave it to Namjoon and he changed some melodies and some lyrics a bit, but he kept the title Tokyo because Mm -hmm. it was meaningful to him, as I already discussed. Mm -hmm. Um, But he says that even today when he listens to the song, even if he, even though he's in a different place than he was at that time, he still feels lonely Mm -hmm. when he hears this. Yeah. The next song on the playlist is Soul, and this was produced by RM and Han. And so for the vibe of the song, it again is easy and has this laid-back instrumental, which is a common instrumental throughout the entire playlist. Mm -hmm. But this one is a little bit faster-paced than what Tokyo was, especially transitioning from Tokyo to Seoul. And it is more upbeat, and you kind of said it feels like walking around Seoul with a a pep in your step. It does. It feels like Mm -hmm. bright and happy, Mm -hmm. like contrastingly different from Tokyo still not like super upbeat super happy it's just Mm -hmm. like it's a pretty good day yeah and you're in a pretty good mood Mm -hmm. and it's very catchy it is catchy the chorus is really catchy and is easy to sing along with yeah and I feel like you could also like dance around to this song a little bit Mm -hmm. um it's just like it has kind of that vibe yeah and the instrumentals in it have this synthesized whistle or a flute-like instrument Mm -hmm. which is very pleasing to the ears like Mm -hmm. nothing in this is like really loud or really yeah yeah it's it's a subtle instrumental that is also very relaxed Mm -hmm. um so the lyrics first express like a bittersweet relationship with the city Mm -hmm. and there is a lot of wordplay between soul like s-o-u-l and soul the city mm-hmm. and so like the word s-o yeah um and i love this word play because it's not in any of the lyrics that we look up it's not there like there's they don't switch out these three words at all mm-hmm. um and obviously in the lyric video from big hit it says soul like the city yeah every single time mm-hmm. but i think there's this intentional wordplay yeah. where we can hear I love you so, I hate you so, or I love you soul. It, and it's yeah. just, it just depends. And you and I both hear it at different times yeah. too. When he says, I, I hate you soul, uh-huh. I hear I hate you so. And I hear when he says, I love you soul, mm-hmm. I hear I, I love you so. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's interesting that we can hear it in different ways like it's everybody's interpretation and this Mm -hmm. is exactly what he wanted like it's just cool and it's a great wordplay to give the song more meaning just to Mm -hmm. whoever's ears it falls on yeah and so going back to that bittersweet relationship that he has with the city uh when he thinks about soul or people who live in soul there is it has a timely schedule it is it's a city it's pretty rigid things have a way in which they run, Mm -hmm. and they always run day by day Mm -hmm. in a similar way. But he also knows it as his home, which can also be a sense of comfort. Um, So he has this kind of bittersweet relationship with it. Another reoccurring theme is that he has wordplay on the word Han. Mm -hmm. So the Han River, when Mm -hmm. he's talking about the Han River. So he says, in the Han rivers that bear too much Han. Mm-hmm. And Han translates to sorrow. Yeah. And what we learned through this research, um, because we were looking up what the meaning of Han was, and we found out that the Han River is a frequent suicide location, averaging approximately one a day. I mm-hmm. think like in 2016, it was like 548 a year on this river. Mm-hmm. And it's like become like a big epidemic and Mm -hmm. 
on the bridges, like on the main bridge where it happens most often, they have written like words of encouragement on there Mm -hmm. to try to like keep people from. Yeah. But also the Han River is one of the uh, biggest or most visited places when people go and visit Seoul too. Mm -hmm. It's kind of this. um, It's like a tourist place also. And it's like. And Namjoon says that he, like, loves going by the Han River. Like, he loves walking by it. Like, it's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, a place that people like to go also Mm -hmm. and enjoy going also. So, it like, the the, using the Han River itself as, like, this dual meaning, Mm -hmm. like, dual interpretation because you can get two very different feelings Mm -hmm. from it. And, like, just saying that it bears too much Han translating to sorrow. It's, Mm -hmm. I mean, and so it's... It's also that duality, that bittersweetness that he also is talking about when he's talking about just soul yeah. as, it's, as the city. Yeah. Yeah. And like the feeling, you know, contrasting feelings between your home, but also that kind of rigid place with all the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we were like, and the people who produced this, Han. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Well, I wanted to look up how to pronounce the group because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure because it's H-O-N-N-E, mm-hmm. all caps. I was like, well, I'm not sure. So we looked it up and it's pronounced Han. Mm-hmm. And I said, is this is this just some sort of coincidence? Yeah. Or did he think of them? And mm-hmm. I, he knew, I mean, in his live, he talked about how he specifically thought of them when he was writing this song and he wanted them to help produce with him. That's just like... So crazy. Yeah. Like they are a, they are a, an English like EDM mm-hmm. pair, like group. So I, man, I don't know. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's too much of a coincidence to not be. Yeah. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, in Seoul, he also mentions several places that he like loves and like finds comfort from in Seoul or like that is just like the place that you think of when you think of home Mm -hmm. for him yeah which was cool for him to like talk about his city like that like clearly he's you know he's proud of where he's from he Mm -hmm. loves his city Mm -hmm. um so in his behind mono he talked about how he had a certain tone that he heard when he was thinking of the song but when he went to actually go record it he had to try it multiple times because he just found it difficult to to perfectly do the, do that tone mm-hmm. and sing with that tone because um, he wanted it to sound nonchalant but mm-hmm. also lonely. And I think like he did a good job doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting tone to have with like the upbeat sound of the instrumental, mm-hmm. but it's just like chill enough, low key enough that it completely works. Yeah. 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 So the next song is Moonchild, which is produced by Hiss Noise and RM. I love this song absolutely, completely. I com- mm-hmm. really vibe with this song. It's also very laid back. Um, mm-hmm. The lyric video of him just like sitting in the chair perfectly describes the vibe of this song. Yeah. Um, it's just like one where you sit. And you kind of bob your head a little bit while contemplating. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to, like, just be alone. Like, Mm -hmm. this song is really about, like, just being in it, you know? And so just being alone in yourself and your thoughts while listening to this Mm -hmm. song, that's the whole vibe of it. Yeah. And when I listen to this song, one of my favorite parts is when he transitions from English to rapping into Korean. Mm -hmm. And I, it's just so seamless. It's almost as if he doesn't change any language and it just all fits so perfectly and runs through smoothly. Yeah. It also brings this kind of, it's almost 
it's just like a different element that he's bringing really by switching the language. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not one that he's like doing more often than the other one or anything Mm-mm. like that. It's just no. like, it just seems so natural. Uh-huh. Like it really is like, I did not notice it that much that he mm-hmm. had slipped from English and Korean and back and forth just because I think when you're listening to this playlist, it is very easy to get into just listening and absorbing it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not even thinking about what language you're listening yeah. to. Or the lyrics. Or the lyrics. I think, just incredible because that's what he wanted. And, he, like, every single song and, like, the emotion that you get to hear in his voice mm-hmm. throughout the rapping and when he sings, mm-hmm. like, you don't need to even know what he's talking about uh-huh. to get it. Yeah. yeah. This song is very uplifting at the same time. Mm-hmm. It really is. So let's go ahead and get into the lyrics. <clears throat> So the synopsis kind of of this is that, like, we saw this on Genius, and I just thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, those who are struggling can find comfort in the darkness, um, and this song encourages them to find hope and light in themselves like the moon has. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, lyrically, this is a really heavy song. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically saying, like, it's okay to live in it if you're in that like suffering darkness moment it's okay mm-hmm. to live in it it's not a bad thing to be sad mm-hmm. like our saddest moments can sometimes give us the most clarity and help us grow yeah so like when we were doing research this was the song that made both you and I like really reflect on our like saddest or lowest moments mm-hmm. this is like when we both cried during research mm-hmm. and like just yeah. talking and yeah it's just like it this song gets you to do that yeah and while listening to this song I was thinking of those darkest moments in my life but I also was looking at them in this kind of fond manner mm-hmm. I, I look back at them and I almost cherish that time even though I was miserable but I cherish it in that you know it did provide me clarity and help me grow and become who I am now mm-hmm. and so I think that just the song was giving me an optimistic view on that such sad time in my life yeah because mm-hmm. I think we both kind of talked about when we were researching this song was like we do have those sad moments and it's when we do look back on those like mo- those really sad moments now, it is kind of fondly. It is kind of like through like rose colored glasses mm-hmm. just because it's like, well, we went through that. Mm-hmm. And now like we were able to get onto the other side of that and mm-hmm. like being sad and realizing it and understanding it and having to work through it instead of just like trying not to feel it or Mm -hmm. trying to be happy instead or something that doesn't work Mm -hmm. like actually dealing with the sadness and like sitting there miserable for hours like yeah it helps Mm -hmm. and it helped us and we can look back and see that Mm -hmm. um so like those memories connect us to this song really we were able to have an amazing discussion like really intimate moment like as friends it was just really meaningful yeah a lyric that I really liked was can't breathe in the sunlight gotta hide your heart um so this lyric to me kind of deals with feeling unworthy even when life is good and like feeling like you're undeserving and guarding yourself from the good and this is something that like really resonates with me because Mm -hmm. I never feel like I'm good enough. I never, anything that I do that even if it gets recognized by like my peers at work or something or like my husband or my friends or whatever, or Mm -hmm. my parents tell me I'm, they're proud of me. Like, I just don't feel like I deserve that. Mm -hmm. Like at all. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, and I, 
it doesn't make me feel weird. Yeah. I just don't believe them. I just don't believe anybody. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't come in. And when I feel like this, it's really hard to have goals and aspirations mm-hmm. because, like, when you live like this, you don't think anything you do is ever going to be good enough. So it's like... Or truly feel successful. Or truly feel mm-hmm. successful or truly feel like... I will have fulfilled something meaningful because every single mm-hmm. big milestone that I'm reached, I'm like, yeah. all right, well, yeah. I was supposed to do that or like mm-hmm. everybody does that or it's not a big deal. Yeah. And that goes back to the lyric of can't breathe in the sunlight, can't, yeah. can't absorb and take in a really happy, successful uh, situation that might you might come across just because this is how you've been or how, how you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's so me. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So this is really weird, but the lyrics that really resonated with me were um, born to be sad, sad, suffer to be glad, glad. And the reason why it stuck out to me is because I thought, wow, that's really simple language, very simple words. But I think he purposely did that for people to to understand what he's talking about, really, mm-hmm. and just to simply put it. So he's simply putting that some people, like a mooch, a moon child, these moon children that he's mm-hmm. talking about, are born with what feels like a curse of being sad all the time, perpetually sad. But he's reminding them how special they are um, and that they can still dance in the rain and still shine and still feel worthy. Um, and it, you don't have to be sad all the time either. You know, it could just be a moment in your life when you feel really down, but that, you know, this is this is going to pass and you can still, you know, shine Mm -hmm. and you're so special yeah you don't like I think him reminding that like we moon children are like still special even when we don't feel Mm -hmm. like we are you know like we still matter or we still have something good about us yeah exactly everyone does everyone does yeah so in his behind mono he talks about how um this song was kind of referenced in four o'clock yeah. Briefly, because um, of the mention of the moon. Mm-hmm. And so the verse in four o'clock is, I collect myself that shattered beneath the moonlight. I call you moon child. We are the children of the moon. I breathe the cold night air. Yes, we're living and dying. So that was like his like Easter egg that mm-hmm. he was like making this song. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this lyric goes along with what he also says in the behind with his little explanation of like, can't breathe in the sunlight, like feeling choked in the day, like just like from everything that is going on and then getting away and feeling that freedom at night when there is nothing and like the world is kind of quiet and you can just be alone with yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's why he's talking, at least in four o'clock, like breathe in the cold night air. Mm -hmm. I think that goes together pretty nice. Yeah. All right, so the next song on the on the uh, playlist is Bad Bye, featuring Aeon. So it's produced by Jay Pearl and RM. And so the vibe, it's first off, it's a really short song mm-hmm. compared to the other songs. So it's two minutes. It's less than two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I thought, wow, who hates a short goodbye? You know, so I thought maybe potentially like a short goodbye and also thinking of it as a bad bye mm-hmm. and making the song short if that makes sense yeah no it I does just, that's just how i took it yeah and i i don't know if he meant to purposely do that but like, it goes like mm-hmm. nobody likes long goodbyes like they're hard yeah 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 um so this song has like a lot of flat notes and it's in a minor key 
which gives it, I mean, to us, this is what we talked about. Yeah. Like, a, it really does sound like early 2000s emo boy band. Yeah. Like, that's just what we get. Not mm-hmm. that, like, this song sounds like that specifically, but, like, it's just kind of the feeling that we get, like, memory mm-hmm. that connects us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with Aeon singing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and RM specifically wanted him to feature on this song mm-hmm. and to sing it because he had listened to them, you know, prior to writing this album and he was like, yep, this is it. That's going to perfectly bring this this song together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that emo boy band. Yeah. Remind, yeah. <laughs> um, so the lyrics are pretty simple. Um, there's not actually many lyrics to this song. It's really short. Uh, he says, don't say goodbye bad bye because it's a lie so like the whole time it's kind of like he calls it bad bye because it's not a good bye basically mm-hmm. um and he says kill me softly yeah kill me kill me, kill me softly yeah. it's like i mean that is so fucking like 30 seconds to mars like blink 182 mm-hmm. like parade. seriously yeah um and then he also says, you know why I cry, you know why. And it's like, damn Namjoon, who broke your heart? Yeah, like- yeah. So RM in his Behind Mono, he also said that this song um, kind of brings together the two halves of the playlist. Yeah. It's a transitional, transitional song, song into the second half of the playlist. Which we immediately, th- I mean, I thought about that, like, mm-hmm. because it was so short. The shortness of it, yeah. The, and it reminded me, like, I feel like it's pair on Hope World would be, like, baseline. Mm-hmm. Like, baseline acts as that tradition or transitional song between, like, the two vibes of the album. So this mm-hmm. one kind of acted as that bridge as well. So the next song is A Good, produced by Sam Klempner and RM. Um, the vibe is heavily synthesized with a strong beat. And again, it's laid back. Mm-hmm. But something kind of jarring is happening in the mm-hmm. background, which is RM yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like really key to setting like the mood of the song. Yeah, because the way that he yells in the background, and I think he's he's shouting disappointed with myself Mm -hmm. and that line and the way he shouts it or yells it kind of in the background sounds so frustrated he sounds like he's like frustrated with himself but there's also this eagerness and urgency to to know who he is and to truly know himself Mm mm-hmm I totally get that. And the lyrics kind of, the lyrics definitely go along with this. Mm -hmm. So, a good is a phonetic translation of the Korean. However, when it's written, it literally translates to being off. Mm -hmm. So, like, that being off is the true kind of, like, feeling of these lyrics. There's not always a reason behind why you feel a certain way or the Mm -hmm. other. But, like, some days you feel happy, some days you feel sad, don't really know why. Mm -hmm. That's kind of, like, the overall lyrics yeah some lyrics that also stood out to us was the part when he says all i need all i need is me i know but why do i feel lonely i feel so lonely when i'm with me and it's just again that kind of desperation of i know this and he want he keeps saying this to himself you know all i need is myself Mm -hmm. but i feel so lonely when i'm with myself why do i feel this way Mm -hmm. um it's hard to believe that kind of advice of you know, you only need yourself or, you know. You just have to love yourself and you'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Like, that is because um, 
I this was another lyric that resonated with me because mm-hmm. when I I talked about this during research like I don't feel like sometimes I can just sit and be alone and quiet. Like mm-hmm. when I get ready in the morning, I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music or I'm mm-hmm. listening to comedy on Pandora or something just so that somebody is talking. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like letting my mind wander, which mm-hmm. is like I don't know. Like, I don't know what that says, but, like, I get this I feel so lonely when I'm with me kind of, like, Mm -hmm. vibe, you know? And what this turns into is a duality of your real self versus your idolized self. Mm -hmm. And he has a bunch of kind of lyrics that go with this like do you only amount to this you need to do so much better you need to be so much cooler Mm -hmm. you're going to be defeated you might as well die like the lyrics literally say that Mm -hmm. um and these lyrics kind of reminded me of fake love at least what i got from fake love mm -hmm. where uh if you're talking about self-love trying to be someone you're not um but you also kind of have this ideal, this idolized picture of yourself or a way that you want to be. Yeah. Um, but then, like, potentially trying to be that and then not being true to who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of get that similar kind of feel from this song as well. Yeah, and that's, like, a theme that we found in, like, when we listened through Answer all the way through is, mm-hmm. like, feeling like it's okay to love yourself as you are now, even if you're not that idealized person that you always mm-hmm. thought you would be. Like, mm-hmm. everybody growing up thinks about, like, who they're going to be when they grow up or, like, mm-hmm. what they're going to have or what they're going to be like or what they're going to look like or mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, the Love Yourself albums kind of taught us that or, like, the theme kind of is, like, you don't have to be that before you love yourself, right? Yeah. You don't have to be the finished product to start loving yourself. Mm-hmm. But this song, A uh, Good, deals with, like, the reality of that it is so hard to try to love yourself while you are still dealing with that idealized or mm-hmm. trying to be something you're not because yeah. you're trying to be that idealized version yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And just feeling lost. Yeah. yeah. And frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, that desperate voice that he has, that tone of... And the yelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, So in his behind, he says that this song was originally going to be reflection, Mm -hmm. um, like take that place on wings, but he saved it for later. Mm -hmm. And, oh, and then they were maybe going to put it as like a hidden track on wings, but they didn't do that. Um, They were like, this song is worth more than that. Mm -hmm. He said that it's heartbreaking to listen to. Yeah. And it has like a lot of memories with it and he didn't really like go into it obviously mm-hmm. um but he said it's quote like going against something yeah and it's just hard for him to listen to now but he's glad that he made it you mm-hmm. know the next song on the playlist is everything goes and there's no spaces between that it's just all kind of one word and it's featuring Nell. so it was produced by jw of Nell and rm and the vibe of this song there's Piano, guitars, synthesized instruments as well. But there's this constant build throughout the song mm-hmm. while the chord progression remains kind of constant. And I just cannot get over this chord progression. I can't either. Between the majors and the minors, it's unique. It's different. I say unique all the time. But it is. Yeah, it's just, I love it so much. When I, It has become my favorite song on the album. Yeah, I before, would say mine too. Yeah, before research, Moonchild and Forever Rain we're super up there. But now listening to the song and really giving it the time it deserves, I'm like, wow, this is 
one of my favorites. I'm having like this weird putting it all together moment right now. Mm -hmm. But you know how Namjoon is like this, the experience of listening to this playlist is like a catharsis. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing that can compare. This song is like the ultimate like healing, almost like Mm -hmm. climactic, climactic moment of the playlist. And like that, the like the catharsis has happened and this is like the euphoria almost feeling that comes after this is where I feel the most relief yes from my chest yes because it's been so heavy up to this point and this is the part where these this chord teetering between minors and majors creating this hopeful kind of happy build Mm -hmm. and there's also these notes fluttering in the background throughout um and that creates this also uplifting and inspiring emotion as you listen and it's hard to ignore these kind of rolling waves of, it's almost, it is like a rolling wave. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like an epiphany, but it really, it's just feeling relief. Mm-hmm. I feel relief when I hear it. Mm-hmm. And you really do only get it when you listen from the beginning Getting to the, the end. Mm-hmm. And you have to. You have mm-hmm. to listen to it this way because that's how we got this feeling. And it really was. Let's just quote every single Love Yourself intro song. Like, mm-hmm. it really was like that kind of euphoria feeling uh-huh. with like the hopefulness and the happiness of the song. Mm-hmm. And especially because it keeps building. Mm-hmm. When we get to like the end of the song, the first time listening to this, I would not have said at the beginning, like, oh, it's going to build up. It's going to keep yeah, building. Like, it yeah. just seemed like another kind of chill song. But that chord progression is constant and, like, everything else builds throughout it. It just mm-hmm. works so well. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So as for the lyrics, uh, one of the lyrics is every pain, every problem, everything in life has to pass. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just saying nothing will remain forever. Like, and in his V Live, he thought um, of the the phrase "this too shall pass," mm-hmm. or um, his. I guess he had like a counselor or a therapist of yeah. some sort, or just a mentor who told him kind of like things will go on, things mm-hmm. will pass. And he said, even though it's kind of cliche, um, it's kind of nice to not have to think so logically about it. And so he kind of uses it as. He uh, said a it's mantra, yeah. Like, he said it's one of like his main pieces of advice that he yeah. will give to people mm-hmm. is like whatever you're going through, like everything needs to go through pain. It's a natural part of life, just mm-hmm. like happiness. Like I feel like in our culture we get too, and this is like a global cultural problem at this point. Mm-hmm. And I I only talk about it because I watched a TED talk on it, so now I think I'm smart. But <laughs> I. It's a cultural problem, a global cultural problem of not wanting to feel any negative feelings and feeling like there are good feelings and bad feelings instead of just feelings Mm -hmm. and feeling like it's okay to feel all of your feelings instead of it's not okay to feel sad. It's not okay to be mad. It's, you know, like Mm -hmm. whatever, if you're feeling that way, you need to get out of it, you know, suppress it, suppress it. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get over it. Right. Get over it. Move on. When like this song really talks about like everything goes like it repeats everything goes so many times it's the name of the song Mm -hmm. but like it will pass but you are allowed to feel it Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um really this song is meant for healing Mm -hmm. yeah uh some lyrics that really got me to think was the line where he says if you want to become dull, you need to go out into the wind. Mm-hmm. And my follow-up question right after hearing that line was, well, who would want to be dull? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever want to be dull? But then I looked more into it, and he's referring to fitting in mm-hmm. or 
you know, people who feel like they're different and that difference kind of makes them feel excluded from everyone else or kind of like an outcast. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's saying, well, if you're wanting to hide that or if you're wanting to just fit in with the crowd and kind of mold to society's expectations, that that's just, it's dull and it's boring and you need to go out and face the wind and Mm -hmm. embrace it really. This, this is what makes you special and unique and you, you Mm -hmm. know, I just love that line so much. I love that too. And thinking about like the cold, we often feel like, or would use like phrasing, like the cold wind is like sharp, Mm -hmm. right? So if you feel dull and then like the sharp, like cold wind, even if it's not cold, that's just the feeling I get, but like the sharp wind will kind of cut you and mold you and like, you know, sharpen you, right? Instead of being dull. And so I Mm -hmm. love that. I love that Mm -hmm. you made that connection and pointed that out. Yeah. Because no one wants to be dull. No. You don't want to be ordinary. You want to be unique and special in your own way. Um, yeah. And so he um, just kind of encouraged us to, to, to do, do that. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in his behind, he says that he wrote this song three days after returning from Bon Voyage 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also talks about that the only real way to relieve psychological pain is having this mindset that everything will pass. Like this mm-hmm. is, th- that's that mantra, like his mentor told him, counselor, whatever he described it as, but like that he keeps repeating to himself and that he wants other people to hear. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you're going through, it will pass, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's it's not you that's necessarily going to move on, but it will mm-hmm you'll deal with it or it will get better or it'll go away or however it passes, it will. And then mm-hmm. there will be something else, something better or something worse or whatever, but you're going to deal with it. It's yeah. just life. He really is making this kind of silver lining for us throughout this album and to really embrace the darkness and the sad times. Um, but that also too, this will pass and yeah. everything will be okay. Everything goes on. So even within that embracing of that darkness and like the loneliness or the pain or the mm-hmm. sadness, but also there's like this hopefulness in there. Yeah. Just knowing mm-hmm. it's not like this forever. It won't be like this forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the last song, which is kind of like, this is our resolution, right? Mm-hmm. If if everything goes is like that climax, that relief mm-hmm. feeling, then Forever Rain is after where we're feeling resolved yes the conclusion the conclusion yeah so this was produced by adora hiss noise and rm and the vibe um is kind of haunting Mm -hmm. it has this echoing um forever rain repeatedly at the Mm -hmm. beginning giving like the illusion of forever Mm -hmm. like this echo could continually go on yeah there's also those the sounds of rain falling and the city, which we also hear in the very first track, mm-hmm. which is in to- uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. But yeah, there's also soft piano transitions that go into the singing and rapping that kind of that happens. But there's also the sound of a ticking clock, mm-hmm. which is just interesting and adds just a different kind of element to the song. Um, to me, I think the chorus sounds so different mm-hmm. from the verses. So different. Yeah. So... The chorus, the forever rain, it it does almost sound hopeful, like he's accepting and welcoming and embracing the rain while it brings some cor- some sort of freedom to him and some sort of relief. But also, um, the verses are just a little bit more monotone mm-hmm. and not as colorful or as hopeful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just this, you know, the kind verse of, again, duality, the a two. contrast, mm-hmm. yeah. 
And when he says forever rain, he's like exhaling it out. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like he barely has to speak it. It's just Mm -hmm. coming out. And it's like he can finally take a breath. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like the verses, if you're talking about that duality, like the Mm -hmm. verses are the everyday, like monotony, like whatever is going Mm -hmm. on throughout the day or however your brain is working or whatever. And then like that chorus, the forever rain is again, that kind of relief or like that little bit of hope. Yeah. Which would make sense for this to be like the resolution, like the conclusion of this playlist, Mm -hmm. because it wraps up both of the kind of themes Mm -hmm. that we saw a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So lyric wise, he says, I wish it rains all day because I'd like someone to cry for me. I wish it'll rain all day because then people wouldn't stare at me. Mm -hmm. So it's like the rain is crying for him like. Not necessarily, like, the world, but just, like, some something, you know, mm-hmm. is feeling for him. But also, in the rain, he's able to hide his tears. Because I think for, like, a few reasons, like, the rain would kind of blend it. But also, people aren't looking. Because people are under their umbrellas, like we see in the video. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's looking out for you when it's raining. They're, you know, mm-hmm. head down, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, he says... When it rains, I get a little feeling that I do have a friend, keeps knocking on my windows, asks me if I'm doing well, and I answer, I'm still a hostage of life. I don't live because I can't die, but I'm chained to something. So, like, again, he kind of personifies the rain as Mm -hmm. being someone, and the rain is now, like, his friend. Yeah. Who's just asking if he's okay. Yeah. And something we talked about was how rain can resemble so many different things. Like, Mm. it can symbolize so many different things. So rain, it can be comforting and soothing. I mean, you think about just a rainy day sitting on your couch, you know, inside a warm blanket, reading a book, and hearing the the pitter-patters of the rain on the window is Mm -hmm. calming and relaxing, much like the vibe of this album is. Yeah. But also rain can symbolize this cloud over your head and loneliness and darkness Mm -hmm. and then lastly it can also symbolize renewal or feeling refreshed which i feel like this entire playlist and this song specifically deals with Mm -hmm. but like that's overall vibe too like this i mean because the song is a conclusion we're getting overall kind of themes and vibes but this song you really do get that you get the sadness of the rain you get the healing of the rain you Mm -hmm. get like the calm of the rain like we talked about like what is better than sitting on your porch when it's raining or like sitting on your couch and watching the rain like yeah or waking up to it i love waking up to rain yes Mm -hmm. and it's like it doesn't have to be bad you know it doesn't have to be a bad day and Mm -hmm. so it is kind of this calming but then also we talk about like water being cleansing and rain washing away and so Mm -hmm. that's like a renewal process so Mm -hmm. it's yeah Mm -hmm. it also talks about breathing a little slower because my life my rap they're usually too fast slow rap slow jam slow rain everything is slow Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of like taking that step back and just having a moment Mm -hmm. and appreciating what's going on around you and breathe a little slower and not have to be wrapped up in everything all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, So for his V Live, um, for his Behind Mono, he said that this song, um, out of all the songs, if there was a song to describe him, this is it. 
but this this song reflects him the most mm-hmm. and who he is as a person and what he feels. And he also said that like he cherishes this song so much and he really would like it to be played at his funeral, which was striking to yeah. hear. Mm-hmm. You know, like people there's very few people who, when they're young, when they're our age, mm-hmm. who like think about their funeral, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, like, really introspective people who, like, there's just, like, that type of person who Mm -hmm. thinks about that type of thing, um, which we talked about. Like, RM is such an introspective person. But it might not be a sad thing. I mean, he might just be thinking about it in the sense that I would like this played at my funeral and doesn't see death as really um, a sad thing or, you know, like he's... Or something to be afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I do think it's interesting that he's, like, this song describes me and represents me because it does have like that hopefulness mm-hmm. but it also has that loneliness and that sadness mm-hmm. kind of intertwined through the whole thing yeah so which is why it's such a perfect song to end this playlist and why it's such a great way to mm-hmm. wrap it up and i also love love the music video for it oh my god i the, really do the music video is so complex mm-hmm. and there's so much going on and so much meaning in it like i feel like we could talk about the music video for a whole episode. Uh-huh, like yeah. when we were watching it yesterday, I was like, there is so much going on. Yeah. Like, and so many like dual meanings and symbolism throughout the whole thing <laughs> with like all yeah. the drawing. But yeah, <sighs> I love it. I think the music video really makes it too. Like yeah. the K-pop is supposed to be watched with visuals, right? Yeah. So like the visual of this music video really ties in the mm-hmm. entire feeling of what he wants yeah. The song to be. The black and the white, the drawings, and mm. him walking with all of the people with umbrellas, but he did, I just assume it's him. Yeah. Him without an umbrella, just kind of facing the rain and feeling it. Damn. But, uh. <sighs> all right, so overall, we kind of found that this album, it really is soothing and relaxing, but it's also very thought-provoking not necessarily sad but mm-hmm. it provokes emotion for sure mm-hmm. um the lyrics of every single song read like a poem mm-hmm. just so incredibly deep and poetic and well put together and the way that they all flow together i mean it's just like i can see him just like saying this as poetry and not even just in a song mm-hmm. yeah um the introspective mood we were expecting um, executed in a way that brings relief and healing p- and just peace in the sadness that we feel. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, I mean, we say it, like, eight million times that we think of RM as such an introspective person. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, the way that he brings out his own inner dialogue and his own inner thoughts mm-hmm. is a way that, like, brings... I mean, it brought us healing just while listening to it together Mm -hmm. for the first time. Like it really did. And so, I mean, and in every single one of his songs, like he wants to show that like feelings of depression are so common Mm -hmm. and that everybody will experience it. Like you don't have to be diagnosed Mm -hmm. with depression to like feel feelings of depression. Like, I mean, everybody. And that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. It's okay to feel sad and just alone Mm -hmm. even though you have people in your life around you who who love you it's just it's okay to feel like you know still alone and sad and Mm -hmm. you know just even though you could have like millions of fans of support all over the world you know exactly and uh so 
in every single one of his songs, he basically talks about this struggle with depression while also assuring us with that cleansing piece of rain Mm -hmm. and like the theme of water and also that everything will pass and everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when he put together Mono, he Mm -hmm. really wanted us to listen to the playlist all the way through and that in hopes that it would change our thoughts or perspectives or um, just bring meaning into you know, our lives and just kind of provoke memories that we have all had and just to kind of contemplate Mm -hmm. um, kind of the sadness that we felt and the happiness too. But it definitely did that for both of us. And I think like anybody who takes the time to sit down and listen to this from start to finish, just Mm -hmm. without anything else to do, not while you're driving in the car or like doing anything, but just sit down and do nothing besides listen to it and like drink a cup of coffee, you will feel, you will have mm-hmm. those feelings and feel that catharsis yeah. that like we felt. And he really wanted this going back all the way to why he wanted to call it a playlist is because mm-hmm. he talks about like your life kind of being a playlist and mm-hmm. everybody has songs that strike importance with them throughout their life. Like mm-hmm. when they listen to it, it brings them back. Yeah. And that's why he called this a playlist because he hoped that these songs would become a part of our life's playlist. Mm-hmm. And he purposefully wanted to release it when it's cold outside because that kind of also fits the whole mm-hmm. feeling of the album. Yeah. Which is why yeah. it was released now when yeah. it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. It's snowing outside right now. It's snowing here in Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just like... I think everything that he wanted to do with this album, he completely fulfilled. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, we didn't really know what to expect yeah. from this, right? Mm-hmm. We had his other one from 2015. We know the type of music that he makes now. Mm-hmm. But, like, we didn't know. Like, yeah. And especially not having any time before mm-hmm. it came out. Like, three days of announcement before it came yeah. out. So just, like, Namjoon amazing everything so talented i really just want to sit inside his brain and hear all his thoughts yeah yeah we just really want to thank him yes really like namjoon i hope wherever you are Mm -hmm. like he feels our thank you and like army's thank you like other people who he helped with this album Mm -hmm. because it is so therapeutic yeah and it is so well put together so Mm -hmm. thank you for this wonderful wonderful work of art and just like he said there really is healing in listening to sadder songs Mm -hmm. when you are sad just something about listening to a song that is maybe a little bit darker toned it it is therapeutic and it and it can be very healing yeah yeah and this album i love it love it Mm -hmm. all right so that i mean that's pretty much what we have to say about it and it was it was a really emotional journey for us like doing this and doing this research and we've kind of ended in like a mellow place but I guess that's fitting for this album yeah exactly Um, so if you liked this episode first of all thank you for being here thank you for listening Mm -hmm. um we hope that if you do like this or if you've liked any of our other episodes um, that you've given us a review on iTunes, that you could go do that. That would be amazing. Um, we are putting out our 200th 
review bonus episode next week Mm -hmm. and when we get to 300 reviews we'll do another bonus episode um so thank you guys so much for being here and for listening and for writing reviews and for supporting us on patreon and paypal and for fucking following us on twitter and instagram and facebook and talking with us every day and fangirling with us every day Mm -hmm. like you guys are so awesome and it's so fun to talk to you yeah yeah so you can find links for our Patreon and our PayPal and all of our social media in the description. In the description. <laughs> thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 support your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL.